Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have John Trentis on the show. Hey, John. Please. And what else do we have? Uh, Trevor Walls is supposed to be joining us, so hopefully he will join us uh, before it comes time to interview him. And we have a pre-recorded interview with Steve Goody. Steve was going to be joining us live, and then at the last minute he was offered a gig for tonight. And you know Steve can't turn down an opportunity to perform live, so we pre-recorded a couple hours ago. So, welcome to episode 712 of the Funny Music Podcast for February 8th, 2024. The title of this week's episode is A Redundant Scrawl. And I just put that in the chat, and your job is to figure out how to work that into our conversations somehow. All right. That's, uh... <laughs> Wildcard says, that can't be Luke. He's not driving. Uh-huh. It is Luke, in fact. All right, let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, the reason why I am not driving is because my car is in the shop. Yay! I get to pay $1,200. Yay! Yay. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, my life <laughs> since the other day. Um, but, yeah, in the past week, um, uh, you know, Stephanie was visiting. She uh, went back to Wisconsin. Uh, I was working day after day after day after day after day <laughs> for a long time. Um, and then I finally got a little bit of a break. I got to uh, go hang out with Kalani in, um, in Irvine, and we went to uh, Disneyland on Saturday the 3rd. Um, and uh, uh, the 4th, we just kind of chilled out at her place because it started raining. That was when the beginning of all the rain in California that people have been, you know, going nuts about. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, the, uh, we, had a, we, have a Mars, we had a MarsCon meeting on Sunday. So, you know, things there are getting wrapped up. I got a bunch of MarsCon things accomplished, including ordering a banner for Andy Merrill. So, <laughs> so that was yeah, buddy. Um, uh, yeah, boy, got me. Um, and I specifically designed it to not specifically mention uh, like MarsCon or anything on it so that he could then take that banner with him and use it at other conventions. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and he appreciated that. He, he commented that on on the uh, on Facebook. So yeah, um, but yeah, I was uh, yeah I uh, the, yeah the whole rain thing started. I worked on uh, Monday um, when there were all these flood warnings going off all over the valley area, and uh, as I was driving through them, uh, or dri- you know driving through the rain, it didn't get. It's not the worst rain I've ever had to work in in the valley, but you know there were some parts where there was some deep water you know um that i that me and other drivers had to drive through and i drove through this one you know section of deep water and then this thing popped up in my car that said like code 84 and i noticed that my car was kind of running a little bit differently like it wouldn't let me accelerate as quickly or you know some other stuff like it, it took a little bit of finagling on the highway to get it up to 
like 60 or 65 miles per hour. So um, I Googled it and it said like it's, it puts, it's, that means that the car has put itself in some kind of safe mode to protect itself from any further like damage or whatever. Um, and the last time something like that happened, you know, I basically waited till the next day when everything dried out and everything was fine. But the next day it, everything wasn't fine. And Kalani who works in a, you know, the automotive industry, I asked her about it and she's like, Oh, you really should get it looked at at your dealership. And she generally doesn't, uh, uh, you know, most dealerships kind of overcharge for everything. So normally she doesn't say go to the dealership, but she kind of felt like that was, you know, the best plan for me at that time. So yeah. I went in and they, you know, uh, you know, finally get around to looking at it and they said, yeah, it's this, that, and the other thing. And it'll cost about $1,200. So it's like, okay, is it going to be ready by Friday morning when I have to go back to work? And they said, yeah, so I'm going to go pick it up tomorrow. And you know, that's life. So, <laughs> Um, Isn't being an adult awesome? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um. So I uh, I spent uh, Tuesday and Wednesday writing the next Luxki update meal email. Excuse me, Luxki update email. Uh, and the fact that it took me two days to write it will give you an idea of how long it is. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> it's it's basically the big MarsCon push that I probably should have gotten done like at least a month ago. Um, and the last bit I needed to get done for it uh, was I wanted to make the video version of the promo. I got the audio version done, and I sent that off to like all of the podcasters and streamers I know. And now it's like the time for me to make the uh, storyboard pro little you know with the cutesy cartoon things in between um, of, of of that promo. So that's what I've been. I'm just now starting to work on it. I wanted to get started on it, you know earlier but just that's the way my life unfolded lots of things i'm also if you can't tell by my voice feeling a little bit under the weather so i'm congested and and some other stuff i won't get into because it's tmi but in any case you know i'm gonna go pick up my car and get back to work tomorrow and try to get this thing done as quickly as i can you know i theoretically could finish it tonight if i just keep working on it but i just don't know if my body's gonna feel up to Finishing the task, but I'll show you at least the very beginning of it. If uh, actually, let me click on this to make sure I can see my what my camera's doing. So, uh, so hey, look, it's an adorable cartoon of Jace McLean, <laughs> for who says the very opening line of the promo. So, so there you go. There's your advanced sneak preview of of the promo. <laughs> um, the next the next part of it is. Uh, me uh, writing in that same space uh, the phrase because uh, uh, it's the I'm, I'm saying the audio so I'm putting the words to go underneath it. The world's longest running comedy music concert series is back, and the fact that it says MarsCon comedy music track, and I'm also writing comedy music under that is like the most redundant scrawl that I could think of. I missed the button. I, I just I clicked on it <laughs> twice and I missed it. So. I need like I, I want I, I remember those easy buttons that Staples used to sell where you just like yeah like, I want to get one of those <laughs> on my desk so I can just smack it and trigger the the sound yeah. I'll, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> I also want us to have those. <laughs> I want us to have those for um for 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 the Funk Fest game show. <laughs> I want us to have actual buzzers. I do. I I've looked into those. The ones that do what we need them to do are expensive. 
So like <laughs> at some point I'll probably buy them and get them in, in working and stuff, but they're it's, it's like a $250 investment, which is a lot for a stupid game show that like 30 <laughs> people go to. So, well, you know, but I've uh, spent more, I've spent more money on stupider things for less people. <laughs> Luke, that's that's not the flex you think it is. <laughs> but it's all I have. Anyway, what have you been up to this week, Evo Spice? Um, I have started an agent search. Um, I'm looking for an agent to get me acting roles and stuff because, um, you know, you, you just don't have access to the, the casting calls that, you know, matter like all the all the big important real ones from tv and film unless you have an agent they're just not available to you um going at it indie you only get the you know low budget short student film type things that you you get good experience with you get good material with for your reel and stuff but it you really can only go so far with that so um i started like doing some research into how to get an agent, what you need to do and stuff. I've done a couple of workshops with agents with my acting teacher and some of them went really well. Um, so I'm going to follow up with, with some of those people and see if they're interested. And, and then I just need to go through the list of like 400 SAG after agencies that, you know, I found online and see which ones might be a good fit. See was, you know, see which ones, uh, might have someone who's interested in me. So if you're listening to this and you are an agent interested in representing me, or you know one who might be, contact me, please, because it would just make my life all that much easier. Um, <laughs> the other thing I did was uh, this past weekend, was I went to a play, which was put on by my acting teacher and uh, with featuring all the other students that are that I've met over the years with with my the acting that I've been doing. And I have no interest in doing live theater, so I said no thank you to this particular project, but I wanted to go and support them and, and see what they did. And now my teacher, his name is Josh, he, the material he writes is out there, often very explicit, very inappropriate, and I at, at the end of the play... I turned to one of the actors and I said, that's the most Josh thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was, it was an experience. It was really funny though. It was about two guys who broke it, break into a home to rob it. And it turns out to be a family of demented people who are basically live action role playing the Brady bunch. And <laughs> so it's like, and then the father kidnaps them to be, uh, Greg and Tiger. Um, so like they, they become Greg and Tiger <laughs> in the family. They, they don't like Jan or uh, Cindy. So the three girls are Marsha number one, Marsha number two, and Marsha number three. And then my favorite line from the play was, and you've met our son, cousin Oliver. And <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny. It was really good. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to make this available anywhere else, unfortunately. Like, I, I would have loved to if he filmed it and, like, made a DVD of it, but I don't think he did. I, I might have to ask him if he did. He may have. He may have filmed the, the second night of it. But So that's what I did. It was fun. 
So, John, what have you been up to? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, we've been uh, here in Nashville. It's a constant thing. We're always writing new material. Lately, you know, up until now, I've primarily done funny music. Uh, but I've been thinking about uh, getting into doing some stand-up, and I've been working on some material for that. Oh, here I thought you said you you were going to do something that generated money. But now that you've said stand-up, it, it just... Well, I gave up on that like 14 years ago. So. <laughs> um, let's see, what have I been up to? Well, my refrigerator broke. And, and the, the, hint, the hint that we got that there was something wrong with it was we went to eat some ice cream and we, we wound up having to drink it. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. So we spent the day uh, listening to the... Um, a refrigerator repairman using like some unidentifiable piece of equipment that for about an hour went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, it was under warranty. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's always so, good. Um, did you have oh, any yeah. bacon go bad in the fridge? We did not have any bacon go bad in the fridge. I actually eat bacon very seldom uh, because you know, I don't want to die young. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, uh, the, we did use actual bacon in the video for the song. And I was going to put a thing in the, in the end credits that said no, no animals were harmed in the making of this video. But then I thought, well, bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no animals were harmed in the making of the video. But the, the food that went into making the food that was in yes. the video, I mean. They were harmed quite a bit, I'm afraid. Yeah. But that had nothing to do with you. No, no, no. I was just a beneficiary of it. So give us a quick intro to this song. We'll give it a listen. And I will play the music video for the people watching at home. Sure. Uh, well, I wrote this song along with uh, one of my collaborators, uh, Frank Prenovo, another songwriter here in town. And we, you know, there's not a great big backstory to it. We wrote from a title. And said, you know, that's intriguing. Do you love me like bacon? And, and we kind of went from there. And it, and it sort of took on a life of its own. And the next thing we knew, we were uh, doing a song about bacon that probably nobody outside of this podcast will ever hear. But. <laughs> All um, right. Here is Do You Love Me Like Bacon by John Trentis. Do you love me like bacon, or will you scrape me off your plate? Do I mean as much to you as the last thing that you ate? Look into my hungry eyes, you'll see my heart is aching. Don't wanna be your grape nuts, I wanna be your bacon. Let me be your hickory smoked, Big slice in the morning At lunchtime I'll be thin and crispy In your BLT I'll wrap around your jumbo shrimp And get your heart a-racing And always leave you satisfied If I can be your bacon 
Jimmy Dean when he was Oscar Mayer. I'll sizzle in your frying pan each day when you awaken. Why settle for some sausage when I could be your bacon? Let me be your hickory smoked fix slice in the morning. At lunchtime I'll be thin and crispy in your BLT. I'll wrap around your jumbo shrimp and get your heart a-racing. And always leave you satisfied if I can be your bacon. I'm not turkey, jerky, or spam. And Canadian bacon is really just ham. Let me be your hickory smoked thick slice in the morning. At lunchtime I'll be thin and crispy in your BLT. I'll wrap around your jumbo shrimp and get your heart racing. And always leave you satisfied if I can be your bacon. And always leave you satisfied if I can be your bacon. Oh, that bacon looks so good. Like, extra crispy just the way I like it. That is, I want bacon now. That's Damn actually it. virtual bacon. <laughs> the stuff you ate at the end of the video? Oh, no. The stuff I ate at the end of the video was actual bacon from okay. an actual package of bacon. But a lot of the imagery in there was generated uh, uh, by uh, Dal E, the, um, uh, the uh, in artificially intelligent mm. graphics generator. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, <laughs> Funny story, a lot of the, the cues that I put into that image generator um, uh, returned a message that said it violates our community standards because I was putting in <laughs> like, you know, an image of a pig looking lovingly at the, <laughs> the viewer. <laughs> and then I remembered I was in Tennessee. Uh, yes. Yeah, a little detail. <clears throat> so was that but, Frank in the video? That was Frank in the video, yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, how was the collaboration process with this song with the two of you? Well, you know, it, it kind of goes the same every time. You sit down with with a collaborator, and if they have any, you know, experience doing this, you know, they come with ideas already, you know, in their back pocket. Uh, uh, you don't want to. Last thing you want to do around here is sit down with somebody and say, "Well, what do you want to write about?" I don't know. What do you want to write about? I don't know. What do you want to write about? Then you end up, end up <laughs> drinking beer. And that's about yeah. all you get done that night. But um, I, I, he, he said, do you have any titles? And, and, and uh, I said, yeah, I've got this one. Uh, do you love me like bacon? And that's as far as I'd gotten with it. And uh, we dug into it, and that's what came out of it. Cool. Yeah, I love, I love the concept of this because I like bacon. And it seems like, you know... It comparing it to the love is you know it's 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 a, it's a legitimate comparison here yeah i've had relationships as i'm sure everyone here has uh where uh bacon was the better part of the deal <laughs> yes yeah this is the fifth song at the fump to have the word bacon in the title <laughs> okay 
Uh, three of them, though, are variations of the same song. In 2007, in the early days, I did a song simply called Bacon, which is about how much I loved bacon. And then Devo did a parody of that song, but it was about how much he loved Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and then in 2009, uh, 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 our friend Tom Smith, who does a lot of folk type stuff, he did a cover of my Bacon song, but he did it as John Denver. So he did a folk song version of, of my Bacon song called Bacon, the John Denver as a mofo version. So, yeah. Well, I, I actually sent sent a direct message to uh, Kevin Bacon's uh, account on <laughs> Facebook. I haven't heard back yet. I guess I'm too many degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, that, wait, that's four. What's the fifth one, Luke? Oh, um, Angus beef patty with cheese and bacon. Oh, right. Okay. By Hot Waffles. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Which is an, another one from our first year. So. Yeah. Bacon was popular in 2007. That, that was like the big bacon renaissance on the well, internet, actually, if you remember, which you started, well, I, I still believe. Well, yeah, yeah. Dr. Nemeto <laughs> said on his show that I was ahead of the curve. I, I had that song out, and then suddenly after I did my song, then suddenly bacon was like everywhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know. Once again, it's like I've. That's the thing that sucks about being ahead of your time because you're never there at the correct time right. when it would be the most effective to help <laughs> you and your career. I still remember, I think it was 2006, we were at Dragon Con, and I think that was the year there were like 13 of us crammed in that hotel room, and we walked into the hotel room, and you walked out on the balcony and just shouted into Atlanta, I like bacon! And that was <laughs> highlight of the trip. <laughs> Did I do it in my voice or in Gilbert's voice? No, it was your voice. You just oh, okay. walked out on the balcony and shouted, shouted for all of Atlanta to hear. It was great. Walk out as Gilbert. I'm kosher, therefore bacon. I can't have it. I just wanted you all to know. Ah, <laughs> uh, but also like so. Uh, I because I forget exactly how the the albums align. I, uh, a, a few weeks back, I did a song called Chicken, <laughs> which is basically a bunch of utter nonsense. But the the the, the title and the main thing and the of the song is chicken so we have a song uh, with chicken and now we have bacon well we have other meats represented in the fump in you know in this cd collection Dude, okay. we should we should have like some artists make like somebody write a song called bread somebody else write a song called <laughs> lettuce and then we just put them in uh, on an album of like in order so it's and call the album sandwich the fump sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and hey, uh, uh, Soggy Potato Chips has a song called Mustard. Mustard, yes! <laughs> yes, okay. I think we're on to something here. Ribs on mayo. <laughs> All right, Actually, yes. Steve Goody did a dumb parody idea last year at, uh, at, at MarsCon called Mayo, but it was in reference to the Mayo Clinic. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right, we're on to something here. April Fool's Day is coming up. We got to do this fast. (laughs) We got to catch up. Ah! You think they'll let us? Ah. (laughs) Uh, So what else is going on with you, John? Oh, uh, like I said, I'm I'm working on some stand-up. you know, it's it's really hard. To, I'm finding out that it's really hard to come up with something that hasn't already been addressed in some way. Mm. Um, 
I mean, the whole, you know, being in Tennessee, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, the, the redneck aspects of, of the culture here. And, of course, you know, the first thing you think about when you think of rednecks is Jeff Foxworthy. But Tennessee redneckery is, like, a lot more subtle than what Jeff Foxworthy talks about. Like, there are little subtle cues. Like, in my neighborhood, we have an above-ground fishing hole. <laughs> nice. And, and almost everybody drives a pickup truck. And one thing I noticed on the pickup trucks hanging off of the trailer hitch, well, I don't know, how, how risque can I get in this in this podcast? Yeah, it's, it's, it's explicit. You, you can do what you want. Okay, it's ex- cool. All right, so the, what people, guys that drive pickup trucks around here get these stainless steel bull scrotum sculptures and hang them off of the trailer hitch of their pickup truck and you know, I get the reference. You know, yeah, my you know my truck my my truck is muy macho. You know, uh, you know strong like the bull. But um, the funny thing that I notice is that a lot of the ladies drive pickup trucks too. And when's the last time you saw a pickup truck with a vagina? Mm. You don't. <laughs> you, know, you you just don't see them. Which begs the question: Where do little trucks come from? <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> I saw I saw a picture years ago of, of some guy from New Jersey who moved to um Texas and he had a pickup truck and it parked between two other pickup trucks and there were these two huge pickup trucks on either side and then the little New Jersey pickup truck in the middle. <laughs> so one day I'm driving down Interstate sixty five through Nashville and I something caught my eye in the in the in the road shoulder in the berm. One of these sculptures had come disconnected from the truck and had landed in the barn room, just kind of laying there all by itself, all, you know, lonely, this little chrome bull scrotum in the, in the berm. And immediately I had this mental image of the owner of that truck getting home and saying, honey, I got the truck fixed. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's pretty much what I've been up to. (laughs) That's good. Truck scrotums. (laughs) You finding a lot of places around you to to try out your stuff? Well, there's a couple. Um, you know, I've been looking online at you know open mics and so on. You know, just want to kind of get my feet wet. There's a place called Bobby's Idle Hour uh, on Music Row that's got one uh, Tuesday nights about ten. And uh, you know, we've been there for the songwriter thing, and then they got into the open mic, the comedian open mic, and there were some really bad comedians in this thing. I'm thinking, yeah, there often are, there. especially at open mics. Oh God, they were bad. Um, and uh, I mean, the guy's telling uh, uh, physically challenged. That's not the word I was going to use, but physically challenged jokes. And there's this lady in a wheelchair there getting really offended. And I'm thinking, oh, read the room, dude. Read the room. Well, that might have been why he did it, because there, there's comedians like that where they, you know, they 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 think they're being edgy by being jerks. You know. Well, jerks are another thing we have plenty of here, but I won't go into that tonight. Um, so uh let's see what else is going on here um <laughs> oh yeah steve uh steve goody's doing uh, his one-man show uh, uh uh with uh uh weird al yankovic and uh daniel radcliffe uh and uh he was originally going to do it at the third coast comedy club here in town and he enlisted me to come do some camera work for him and that was the night that uh, Nashville got hit by a Wrath of God's type storm, and it had to be canceled. And, and now it's going to be on at uh, uh, Tuesday afternoon 
and unfortunately I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, but mm. uh, I've, I've seen the show, I mean, a couple times now. He uh, had, had a, a bunch of us come out to kind of do like a, a test audience uh, before he took it live, and it was it was, it was interesting. <laughs> um, it's a good show. He did it at FumFest uh, last year. Yeah, I'm, I, I got, you got to give credit to somebody picking up the accordion. That's mm. I have yeah. an accordion. I've never picked it up, but I have an accordion. But uh, Steve is braver than I. Steve uses both hands when he plays the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, I have to admire the complexity of Steve's show. <laughs> I, you know, how he managed to time that thing the way he did is just, just amazing. Yeah. But, um, All right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Anything I'd like to plug? Um <laughs> easy buttons. That was easy. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, you know, if go on, uh, go on the thump, and and if you like the song, uh, download a copy and and play it for everybody you know, and enjoy. And go enjoy get some bacon. bacon. Get get some bacon. Eat it, eat it to bacon. Yep. Bacon to it. All right, so we're gonna move on to news and stuff. Are you gonna stick around? Or are you taking off? I'll stick around. Okay. Let's do some news. We do a This is the Fump. We do a guy with a new brand new thing and also have a beard. We do a light. We do a snow. We do a milk that have an alcohol and then we put an egg. We do a Christmas. We do a Christmas. We do a Christmas. Hard to stay pleasant when your holiday is stressing. Hard to stay pleasant when your holiday is stressing. It's a Christmas. It's a mess, it's a mess, it's a Christmas. All I get is nothing. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. I'd rather call it compromise. It's easy to do. Sometimes you have to close your eyes. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, uh, first of all, Vomit Hat Steve in the chat says Redgar and the Fighters' contribution to the sandwich comp would be sweet, sweet, illegal horse meat. So, we're getting there. All right. Um, the Fump checkouts have been disabled on the website. This is fun. Um, I have been completely unable to stop the card attack that's been happening on the site. And it's gotten so bad now that legitimate charges are being declined as fraud. I think it's just because we've had so many fraudulent transactions go through that people who are actually trying to buy stuff are just being the credit card processors are like, nope, and just shutting it down. So... Um, I'm being forced to remove the credit card option from the website entirely. I'm just going to go back to just accepting PayPal. Uh, however, PayPal changed the way they set up their payments. They no longer support those buy now buttons that we used to use. And they're a they have a new API. It's going to take time to implement. I'm actually trying to work with an outside developer just so I don't have to do everything. Um, you can still pay with a credit card through PayPal. So 
it won't, you know, customers hopefully won't be affected. You just have to go through PayPal and enter your credit card information. Um, if you're an existing subscriber uh, who pays with a credit card, this will not affect you. We're not deleting our Braintree account or anything like that. Um, you will still continue to be charged through Braintree. It's just that new subscribers signing up and people ordering things in the store will not be able to enter their credit card information directly on the site. So for the time being, while we deal with this, I had to shut down the checkout forms so that the card attack would stop because there's, this is the only thing that, that I've done that's managed to stop it. Um, if you are looking to purchase something right now, if it's not available on fumpfest.com, because that, that store is still working, uh, email me directly and we'll figure something out. Um, if it is available on fumpfest.com, you can order it there. So if, you, if you're looking for like the Fumpfest 2020 t-shirt that we're trying to get reprinted, you can order that there. Uh, or the Fumpfest compilations, any one of those. Um, and speaking of the 2020 t-shirts, we are still accepting, uh, orders for reprints of the 2020 lockdown t-shirts. Uh, we need to sell 12 of them and we're only going to be taking orders until the 15th. So next Thursday is the deadline. So if you would like to order a, one of those, one of these t-shirts, go to fumpfest.com and place your orders before next Thursday. And the dementia fun bus is back. Woo! For MarsCon 2024, the Dementia Fun Bus is back, and this time it will actually be a bus. If anyone needs a free ride to and from MarsCon, the bus will be starting in the Chicago area and is able to pick up people anywhere along the route to MarsCon in Minneapolis-St. Paul. The bus will be departing from Chicago area in the late morning of Thursday, March 7th, and returning on Monday, March 11th. If you'd like to secure a seat on the Dementia Fun Bus, you can reach out to Ken Sherlock, either via Facebook Messenger or by emailing him at mdmndk at aol.com. That's mdmndk at aol.com. Thank you, Ken, for doing that. Yeah. And Luke, you got other MarsCon updates? Yes. Um... So when you edit the audio version of this, can you add the uh, the the promo? Yeah, yeah, I can put that in. All right, cool. So uh, the fundraiser, we are up to seven hundred and fifty four dollars and twenty five cents, which is eighty eight percent of the way towards our initial goal, with twenty nine days left until MarsCon. You know, and keeping in mind that after hitting the initial goal, I would very much also like to hit the first stretch goal, which is another. Six hundred and six dollars and fifty five cents. So basically, let me uh, do the math real quick. So eight forty nine seventeen minus seven fifty four twenty five equals ninety four ninety two. So basically, if we sell uh, four more copies of it uh, before the end of this very podcast, we will hit our initial goal. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've made promos, uh, for, um, for promoting both MarsCon and the comedy music track, and, uh, uh, I've already sent the audio version of the promo to all of the podcasters and, um, and, and, uh, streamers that I, uh, have email addresses for, uh, hoping that they'll all play them on their shows, uh, and I am, as I showed you earlier, working on the video version of it, which I want to get done as soon as possible. 
uh, so that I can, you know, let the world know about those as well uh, and hopefully get people sharing around about it to promote the convention and the fundraiser so we can try to hit the, uh, both the initial goal and the stretch goal by the time MarsCon actually starts and cover everybody's hotel rooms. So, uh, yeah. Oh, another important piece of news uh, that kind of came out of nowhere and, uh, uh, well... <laughs> Long story short, unfortunately, due to uh, work commitments uh, uh, that uh, Shoebox has to deal with, uh, he is unable to make it to MarsCon this year. He's very bummed out about that, as we, as all of us are, because we are really looking forward to having him back at MarsCon for the first time since, like, 2015. Um, I mean, he was at virtual MarsCon in 2021, um, but, you know, having him there in person... Uh, is 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 a thing we would love but you know it was not meant to be for this year because apparently his his job is sending him to japan because printers exist or something um but uh my solution to this because you know i'm always looking for the the solution that involves me doing the least amount of work uh i reached out to kyle caroza and insane ian uh, tv's kyle and insane ian and said hey uh two of you want to do a scooter picnic concert uh on friday at MarsCon to uh, fill in for where Worm Quartet was going to perform, and they both said yes. And after I made that decision and did all that stuff, I came to realize something. I've never actually had the two of them do a legit half-hour scooter picnic concert at MarsCon before. Um, they, I've always had them, like, I'd put, like, Kyle's concert and Ian's concert back-to-back so they could kind of do a scooter picnic set to kind of transfer from one set to the next, but I've never had a proper scooter picnic concert. In fact, when I went to the links page, they, there wasn't even a link on the links page for, for scooter picnic at the MarsCon website, so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, um, this will be interesting because they just dropped uh, a new EP, uh, and uh, and Kyle and Ian have said they have other stuff in the works now that this is going to be a thing. So yeah, so that's the big update is that you know, in 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 sad news, no shoebox worm quartet show, uh, but in good news, scooter picnic, yay, first concert at MarsCon ever for them. Um yeah, and that is all I can think of other than keep an eye on my social media and stuff for the the promos that I'm about to be plugging like crazy as soon as I get this thing done. All so right. There you go. Tour dates on Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee. Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Sundays online, two sleeps. Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 9th in Oakland, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 9th online, Carla Ulbrich. On the 10th in Carlsbad, New Jersey, Carla Ulbrich. On the 14th in Latham, New York, Drew Jacobs. And on the 18th online, Escape from the Keep Secret Lab featuring the Consortium of Genius. And birthdays coming up tomorrow on the 9th, Killy Dwyer. Happy birthday, Killy. And coming up on the 14th on Valentine's Day, Bad Beth and Beyond. Very appropriate. All right. Um, Should we do the Mr. Zimmer song or should we do the Steve song in the interview? Uh. I'm thinking if we do Steve's first, we might give Trevor more time to show up if yeah. he decides to. So yeah, we should do that. Let's do that. So here is the new song by Steve Goody, which he just had to cram into in yet another Sunday slot. Here is The Ballad of Tay-Tay and Travis by Steve Goody. February 11th, 2024 in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Super Bowl 58. America, are you ready for some? What's this? 
everything. Your grandpa's saying, stand by your man till you see Tay Tay up in the stands. She loves Travis, and that crossed the line. Now you're all triggered, and you lost your mind. But some things you can't have your way. Could you just let her watch her boyfriend play? You can't stand Swifties, not in football. You don't like Kelsey with Tay Tay. Say it's a scandal, a travesty. Like it's a Biden conspiracy. She's too progressive. I hear you whine. But the players who beat their girls, well, they're just fine. Would you please remove that giant stick? From your rectum. Maybe we should bring in Kaepernick. Let her watch Kelsey when he plays sports ball. Let her watch Kelsey. Oy vey. You must explain all this acrimony. That means you're mad for no reason. Millionaire boy meets billionaire girl. Makes you so angry. You go get a life, that's what I say. It's the best thing that ever happened to Kansas City. Let her live her life and let him live his. And imagine the song she's gonna get from this. You sad alpha males like control. Well, we'll see you at the Super Bowl. You can't stand Swifties, not in football. You don't like Kelsey. With Tay Tay, let's watch her watch Kelsey when he plays sports ball. Let her watch Kelsey, you babies. Rooting for Casey and pissing off you all. Let her watch Kelsey, you babies. Let her watch Kelsey. I'm here with Steve Goody. How you doing, Steve? Just swell, thanks. How are you? Good. I've got Super Bowl fever. I can see that. Yeah. I'll probably get over it. Yeah, so will I. <laughs> so tell us about this song. Well, I just had this idea. I think it was a week ago on Saturday, and then on Sunday I wrote it down, and then on Monday I recorded it, and then I started making a video. And then I, then that was done. Yeah, so it was a very quick turnaround. It was. It seemed important to do it quickly. Yeah, it, it really is for for this particular case because i mean the super bowl is sunday and you know this whole thing's going to be over by next week so god i hope so <laughs> good lord but it's it's the one thing absolutely everybody is talking about so hey make song yeah yeah no it's a good it's a good topic to uh make a song about it's one of those things that like we're going to look back on in five or ten years and go god remember when people were up in arms about taylor swift having a boyfriend and you know it's crazy. I know, right? Amazing. Of course, in five years, when we look back on it, she'll be president. So that's true. Yeah, that'll color it. Yeah. I. <laughs> the next thing is a song about don't make the Swifties mad. Yeah. Because oh my god. Yeah. As an army, <laughs> she does. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I was. I've been promoting this song. You know messaging people on the Instagram and the Facebook and one my friends the reason we're pre-recording this is my friend Miranda just messaged me oh man love this song are you free tonight to come play it at this writers Nashville has writers nights all the time all over the place 
uh, but she thinks it would be particularly good for this because the other writers and their fans are right in the Swifty demographic. She said, you nice. got to come play this. I said, you're right, I do. Because it won't make any sense next week. Have you performed this one live before? I wasn't planning on doing it at all. Oh, okay. The Bluebird has been closed for the past couple of weeks because of a water leak due to the weather Ooh. and then not being able to fix it because the weather wouldn't allow. So it just gets worse and worse. They're yeah. now repairing because the weather's a little better, but it will probably be Monday before they're open. So we've missed, I think, a total of three weeks. So normally I'd have a chance to play this somewhere, uh, just kind of built in. But I don't, I don't really make it a point to go out and play other places because I have the Bluebird. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in a rut a little bit, you know, set my ways. So it doesn't occur to me, oh, go play it somewhere else until someone asks me. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Wait, there's places other than the Bluebird? There are. Yeah. They don't pay nothing, but, you know, yeah. what the hell? Eh, what are you going to do? I'm going to go play this song. I've been practicing oh. it because I really, really have never played it or sung it straight through. <laughs> so oh, how's that going? Were you able to get it's through difficult. it? difficult. There's overlapping lines. You know how that is. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to figure out the live version in the next at least there's not like 35 time signatures like some of the other songs you've done oh my god yeah at least it's it's humanly possible to sing this song yeah and it's not crazy fast either which no it's actually fairly slow which is unusual yes yeah yeah i see yeah yeah plus you know they're gonna want me to do two songs so i'll probably do this one and my other taylor swift parody so i'm just gonna be a big old taylor night for me What's the other one I'm blanking? What's that? What's the other parody I'm blanking? It's um, uh, uh, good question. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, shake it off. Uh, shake shake it off. off. Okay, right. That's right. Yeah, I've played that at the Bluebird a few times, and when there's lots of young women in the audience, it kills. And when there's not, not. <laughs> Very specific that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Good. So I will let you get back to rehearsing. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. What do I want to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, this Tuesday, if you're in Nashville, I'll be playing um, an Irish pub at 2 in the afternoon doing my weird Al Daniel Radcliffe tribute. That'll be fun. 2 p.m. at Lost Patty Irish Pub in Nashville, Tennessee on Tuesday the 13th. Sounds good. Got, good luck with you it. You got the Super Bowl over here and you got Valentine's Day over there. But what are you going to do in between? I've solved it. Go see Steve do that all right thank you sir all right thanks Debo. catch you next time okay making the internet absolutely ridiculous dementia radio www.dementiaradio.org port 8027 please hang up and try again this is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Helps if I unmute everyone. There we go. Feedback. <clears throat> For who could ever learn to love a beast? Father Beast wrote, Luke, when you do the animated movies of the year on the Toons podcast, don't forget the Babylon 5 feature. Uh, oh, and I listen to podcasts while driving, so when you're eating, when you record, every time I hear your plate scrape, I almost stop the car to find out where the noise is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then from YouTube, 
A-Log! Oh my God, it's you, not again! A-Log wrote, Thanks for answering my question, Luke. In the terms of conventions, I'm thinking of inviting you guys over to one of the local anime cons we have down in Florida so we can both promote our respective products of the comedy music world. If you're interested, we can talk in private. And Devo, I can relate to having some difficult dreams in recent memory. One weird dream I still remember is that I was back in my private school as a student, even though I'm in my 30s. Not sure how to explain that to a therapist. The human manifestation of dreams can get pretty complicated and weird. Thank you, A-Log. So, uh, when you say invite you over to anime cons, um, please keep in mind that if it's not your convention, you can't just, like, invite people <laughs> to cons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you, you would need to, like, talk to the convention, convince them that what you're wanting to do is something that they would want to do, and then there's, like, a whole lot of work and potentially money involved in making stuff like that happen. So, you know, yeah, yeah it's like... You know, obviously, I am all for more comedy music type things happening at more conventions. But, you know, both Devo and I can attest to uh, it's hard to make those things happen. (laughs) It is. It really is. We have have spent years (laughs) making these things happen. I'm currently right now during the show making a thing happen. So anyway, yeah. (laughs) All right. That's all the feedback we got. So I guess Trevor isn't going to make it. Uh, let's just give his song a spin. Here is Ikea by Mr. Zimmer. I've got a family. I've got a wife. Everything is right in my life. Got two kids and a job. Both their college funds are paid for. Bought a house, nice neighborhood. Our future is looking so good. Life is unbelievably great. When you live at your local Ikea Better than my bachelor life Ikea Say goodbye to pain and strife at Ikea Everything's affordable at Ikea Sweden is adorable Midsummer days, school is back Winter break time for spring cleaning Everything that you dream Poison berry Swedish meatballs Slide in bed, Stockholm rug These are things that scream family You never have to roll the dice Live that blue and yellow life at Ikea Those Swedish fucks have it figured out Ikea My family's home is inside the Ikea We can see both of our kids at Ikea I've got it figured out and you say Sir, what are you doing here past closing? And I say Get out of my family's home and you say You need to leave the premises now or I'm calling security And I say Sweden's a free country And you say Sir, this is an Ikea And I say what I want to be uh, at Ikea I don't have to take my meds at Ikea Everyone I love's not dead at Ikea I swear my wife still loves me Ikea I know you're thinking of me, Deborah Ikea 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 Ikea, Ikea. 
I like that idea. Just move into Ikea. They got everything you need. All right. Uh, let's do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Paul Wensley. He's the one who did that song, Crazy Beautiful, that we released last year. And Tuesday's song is by Carla Ulbrich. Woo! All right, I need a Spotify topic. I can put a playlist together. John, any any ideas? Mm, topic oh, with a fun. bunch of funny songs. Oh, you know what? Let's just do bacon. Yeah, cool. Because there's, there's plenty of those. Yes. <laughs> you know... I just thought of something after hearing that Ikea song. Ikea has come out with a brand new set of candy bars that they sell at their store. And they have this one that's just, it's exactly like a Twix. But it's Sweden, so they only make the left one. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, John, plug yourself one more time. I'm John Trennis. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and my new song is Do You Love Me Like Bacon, done with my good friend Frank Prenovo. And if you love bacon, you'll love the song. And Steve Goody is at stevegoody.com, and Mr. Zimmer is at mrzimmer.bandcamp.com. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski, and look, this is John Trennan. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, MarsConComedy.com. Click on the shop page and get the fundraiser album. Do it. Ah!